Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to River Dudes. I am your host, EJ Leeson, and with me today is Ross Jones, my co-host and friend. Hey, Ross, how's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Um, super great. Glad you're here. You yeah. look good. Thanks. You look uh, good, too. For the viewers at home, I mean listeners at home, Ross is wearing a blue shirt. So, there <laughs> yeah, you go. EJ's wearing a red shirt. Great. Now they know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with us today are two of my favorite people in the world. Um, one, my favorite singer. Um, I would say you are unbelievable. You are phenomenal. Oh, you're making me blush, kid. Oh, get out of here. And then my favorite actress that I ever worked with. Or even watch. Uh, she's she's... going to be real mad if she listens to this. Oh, <laughs> Krista, in your face. <laughs> so, but welcome, El Snow and John Snow. Thank welcome to the show, us. guys. Thank you for having us. I am so happy you guys are here and uh, finally here. I couldn't wait for you guys to be on the show. And Elle messaged me. She's like, dude, I want to be on Blackboard Jungle. <laughs> like, um, There's a reason we wanted this like half of the season because... Uh, when it first aired, like, we were watching it as it was airing on TV, yeah. and, like, we jumped into this episode, and they're like, last time, and we're like, we don't recognize any of this. <laughs> oh, like, oh, they did a Christmas episode, and yeah. we missed it. We thought, we thought they were oh, the still... Black Hood's dead. That's nice. <laughs> we, we thought they were on holiday a... break still. Yeah. So we're like, oh, I guess we're going from here then. Yeah. So just jumping into it with that, like, kind of, like, just... Blind, okay, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, so it made less sense than it normally does. Right. I And I, I was like, yeah, when you messaged me and you're like, John can't wait to talk about it, He's, he actually rewatched it again today. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, but when she told me that, I was so excited to have you on because... I love hanging out with you. Huh? Um, whenever we go out for karaoke, you are my favorite person to watch. I'm, I'm trying. How are you doing? Pretty good yeah. job yourself there, kid. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, you did you. dance really well. Well, you're, I, you're a good performer. Though. I got oh. the moves, though. I got those moves. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. It's fun to watch him. By oh. the way, uh, I'm also wearing a blue shirt up top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's talk about Chapter 23, The Blackboard Jungle. So, um, obviously, this uh, shares a title. Yeah. Um, this shares a title with the 1955 uh, Richard uh, Brooks film starring Sidney Poitier and Glenn Ford. Yeah, only um, EJ knows this, so I don't even know about this. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I only know. South Park, right? <laughs> yeah. And Glenn Ford, um, he was in the original 310 to Yuma. Um, I heard of that. Yeah. yeah, he played like Ben Wade. They remade it with like Christian Bale. Oh, and, the new, I heard about the new one. Yeah, yeah and Russell Crowe. And uh, it's a great, great movie. Um, now, I haven't seen The Blackboard Jungle, but I, after, like, I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this episode is directed by Tim Hunter, um, and he did episodes of Dexter. Oh, Dexter? Um, yeah. Oh, I like Dexter. Love that show. Do you guys watch Dexter, too? Yes. Oh, you oh. never watched it? I watched, she tapped out. Yeah, I tapped out oh. after the season with the... Season three. Yeah. Don't, no spoilers, but right. it ended bad. This, she never watched it again. The, the Carver, no, the Skinner or something, right? Wasn't he a season three killer? Tim Lithgow. Rory would know. Yeah. Rory yeah. would know. Rory's a big... Like, uh, Lithgow was amazing in that, but the ending oh, made me sad. Yeah, the Trinity killer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she cried for like an hour after the episode. I did. Oh. And she never watched the show again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I get too emotionally invested in my characters. Hey, I don't I don't. Season four is supposed to be the best season. Yeah. Maybe you should start watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I own the entire series. trying to push you into this. <laughs> it's like, watch Dexter, you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, I, so, I gotta watch it, too. I only saw the first season. Uh, it's, yeah, I, um, yeah I, I would say after the Trinity Killer, it hits like a, a little bit of a rough patch. But I actually like season five. Yeah, everybody, Jordan everybody says they don't like season five, but yeah. it's good. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Screw those people. It goes weird places. <laughs> Enough about the lumberjack. Let's yeah. Okay. So, so this episode was written by Britta London, who did um, season one, episode ten, which is Jughead's birthday, the last okay. weekend, okay. which is good probably episode. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. And then she actually takes over James DeWill's job in the second half as like story editor. Okay. So from this point on, she actually, her and Brian e. Patterson take over. And kind of, like, orchestrate the second half of the season. Mm -hmm. um, and he also wrote this episode, co-wrote this episode, and co-wrote The Lost Weekend, too. So, 
that is that, and I guess we could go into the show. So, this episode starts with Jughead narrating, which is kind of weird, right, guys? I, I thought that was... <laughs> That's I, like every episode. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyways, um, he starts narrating about how the town is trying to forget the Black Hood. Yeah. Um, Getting over all that. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, yeah. Imagine you know. our confusion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were probably like, wait, what? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> there was Christmas and the Black Hood? Yeah, wait. what the hell happened? Yeah. You're like, oh, well, that storyline's over. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that storyline's over. Let's move on to some new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, um, so, uh, so then we have where Cheryl chats with her mom about her, like, um... Bordello, Lady of the Night, um, I don't know, Tina Turner. Can I just say one thing about Cheryl's mom that (laughs) confuses me? The start of the season, she's like burned under 95% of her body, right? (laughs) And now she wears one black glove. Yes. Yeah. And now she looks better than ever. Yeah. When she (laughs) takes the rest of the clothes off, what does that look like? And why are guys paying for it? You know what? It's those third degree burns, man. People love it. How did she heal so quick? And like, why? Like, Um, I don't understand that. She might be part Wolverine. See, that's the real reason they don't have any money. She spent it all on plastic surgery. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There you go. Plastic surgery. That that is why they don't have any money. Her dead husband's skin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She just grabbed Clifford to me. I don't care. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so she becomes kind of like um, a lady of the night, yeah. dancing for money, <laughs> do what you want me to do. That's a little teenage. I have this in my notes as uh, money. <laughs> yeah. I have this in my notes as Cheryl overreacts part one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and throughout this episode, you will see Cheryl um, really overreacting to everything, like yeah. huge, including um, including the Southside Serpents. Oh, she yeah. totally hates them <laughs> for no reason. Um, Dickensian yeah. nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yes, I love when she drops that reference. I was like, that? <laughs> um, so then we see where the lodges are chatting about their secret plans for Riverdale, and V's like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this." Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, she's like, I, "I got all your plans." I got, yeah, you know, I'm, she's I'm, like, I'm with it all. I'm in everyone's gonna be okay. I'll soften the blow, yeah. and everyone's gonna be fine. Yeah. And they're like, "Are you sure?" You got this, Veronica. Yeah, and yeah. They're like, all worried. It's, yeah, she's not gonna get it. And she's got this. Um. So then Fred is talking to Archie about his medical bill being paid off. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't um, know who, who it's from. Who, who right. It? Yeah. He's like, "Do you know anything about this?" And Archie's like, "Oh, mm, I don't to Veronica. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass the word on. See, get the word out there. See what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we can sell Christmas trees again." <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so then we see where Archie has his guitar and he's heading out and he's like, yeah, uh, this is actually one of my favorite parts because he mentions the Fred heads and I just want to see the Fred heads. Like I know next season they're doing an episode where the younger cast are playing their parents. And so I really hope we get to see the Fred heads. Yeah. That's interesting. Interesting. Because that's like FPs in the band. And then, uh, Fred, it was in the band and stuff. So I want to see the Fred heads. Um, so then we get, we go over to Riverdale and they all find out that Southside High was going to shut down and they're merging with their school. So some people are like, yeah, great, whatever. This all happens in like a minute and a half, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. That's how government works. (laughs) Right. They're like, this is happening. Uh, yeah. So. Actually, the scene, that scene starts with, uh, Tony and, and, and Jug. Yeah. She's like, oh, your writing is very Lovecraftian. And there's a lot of people who don't think Lovecraft is a good writer. Like, <laughs> he's very good at world building, but like, yeah. some people like question his prose. So I'm like, like is that a backhanded compliment? I or? think so. I think Tony's he's into it, though. He's like, yeah, that's what Lovecraft to do, yeah. <laughs> you like it? Oh, yeah, baby. I don't know <laughs> why. Old Who's P- Betty? Old typewriter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the serpents then find out and they come out and yeah. you see where Fangs and Sweet Pea are like pumped about the <laughs> yeah, school they party. They party when they They're like, out. this is the greatest news we ever heard. And Junkhead's like, I don't know. Is it? And But yeah, they're all like on board. They're all about it. Yeah. yeah. He's not. Completely he's not, not yeah. with it at all. And and then we cut over and the lodges are talking to Mary McCoy and yeah. they're all in it. Uh, in on it together. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, in with the lodges too. So, 
uh, it's not really an important scene, um, but you just find out she's kind of in cahoots with them about the whole school merge. Um, then we get where Betty comes home from school and finds Polly there yeah. moving more of her stuff out and not pregnant. No. Um, and she talks about how... Um, she looks she's, really good for a, just having had twins, by right. the way. She looks great. Like, and then, too good. And their names are, like, bonkers. I, I yeah, it's like uh, Juniper crazy. and Dagwood. Yeah. And I actually, like, that's the husband from Blondie. Oh, is <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, they're stealing from another comic. This might be a problem. Yeah. I, like, what is happening here? Yeah, what, what kind of, those are crazy names. They're trees. Yeah. You named your kids after trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds well, great. Well, she's been on the farm. Right. Yeah. Yes. alluded that it's kind of a cult. But yeah. we're not going to talk yes. about it. It probably is a cult. I think it's called Heaven's Gate. I mean, wait a second. <laughs> leaders of the farm. Like, they couldn't come up with a better name for this yeah. cult. But, yeah, Leaders of the Farm is where she is right now, and they're kind of helping her along and, um, yeah, Polly didn't tell anyone about having the twins. And Betty's uh, like, why not? You're, you know, mom's going to be super upset about this. And she's like, no, she'll be fine. Like, I don't want anyone to know. I'm just going to keep out, uh, like, keep away from the yeah. parents a little bit. Little known fact, the uh, backup names for the kids were actually Hemlock and Nightshade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she was like, mm, no. <laughs> These are nice names. I, I'm going to use that when I have kids. <laughs> They're both poisons. Yeah, exactly. Just waiting for the episode where Polly's like, you should come to the farm. We're all going to have Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I, I wish you would see Polly more. It we is coming. It's coming. And we're all going to drink Kool-Aid. We don't see Polly enough. Yeah. The whole which is series. True. Yeah. Um, and then we see, okay, this is one of the, where this show takes the craziest turn of all. So, <laughs> up Archie, to this point. Right, up until this point. So, Archie meets Special Agent Adams oh, yeah. uh, from the FBI, and Agent Adams wants Archie to keep an eye on Hiram. He's like, you're the inside guy, I need you to, like, do all this work for me, because you're 16 and you know about the law. Now see, Archie even, like, tries to defend, like, he Is has this a, legal? Yeah, he's yeah, like, don't you have to talk to my dad first? He literally says, don't you have to yeah. talk to my dad first? Yes! Yes, yes he does! Yes. Well, no, because your dad can be in on it. Right. Well, okay, I actually looked this up because I was curious. FBI.gov says <laughs> the FBI can only use informants consistent with specific guidelines used by the Attorney General. I don't think a 16-year-old football player really counts. Yeah. Hey, no, guys, this kid... He also plays guitar. Right. Does oh, that help? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and he's a singer. Yeah, hey, so. he, he sings, he plays guitar, he plays football. And basketball. And, and basketball. wrestles. Right, he wrestles. This kid is going places. He's in the red circle, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also he, in the, the vigilante group. Forgot about right. that. Yeah. yeah. So he's perfect. Trust me, guys. We got an inside with this guy. I, I don't like this. Season. And I know it hasn't happened in this episode yet, yeah. but it does happen where he even says to Agent Andrews, you know about the Black Hood? You were watching me then? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just watching you take on a murderer. Don't worry. Well, Hiram Lodge is more important. Don't worry about it. I'm just watching from the sidelines. Don't worry. I saw you almost get buried alive. Right. From the distance with my camera. I was actually in the park taking pictures of you, too. Uh, so every, every time you do anything, I take pictures of you, Archie. Great. He you also knew showers? about that kiss with Betty, too. He was there. He was watching. I'm in the FBI. It's okay if we take pictures of you showering. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Fred, uh, you know, gives 20... He comes home and he's like, okay, so I found out the lodges actually are the ones that paid for my hospital bills. And he's like, yeah, so I gave them 20% of the construction company. Yeah. And Archie's like, oh, crap, Dad. Why'd you do that? <laughs> I'm working with the FBI. Well, he doesn't say that. Say that. <laughs> but it's implied. See, the pro one of the problems about the writing with this show is no parent in the show actually listens to or pays attention to how their kids are talking. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Why would you do that, Dad? Don't get in with the lodges. He's like, I thought oh, that was your me. girlfriend's father. I don't think that would be cool. That's how he should have said it. And then right. they could have had a conversation and real stuff would have happened, but no. No. But He's just no. like, I don't know. you don't know what you're we'll talking about, kid. We'll drag it up for kid. 12 more episodes. <laughs> we'll 
Well, the problem is they think their kids are just kids, yeah. so that's fine. <laughs> Where the writers are like, these are full-grown adults. For the most part, the kids are more adults than the parents. Right. I mean, sometimes the lodges will be parenting, <laughs> but... All the other parents in the show, it's ridiculous. <laughs> right. FP will like, get a word of wisdom every couple episodes. Yes. You know? Yeah. And he I does feel, in this one, too. Yeah. I feel like FP is a, a pretty solid dad. You know, same with... <laughs> gang leader is a solid dad. Gang right. leader, drug addict, alcoholic. <laughs> who, hit a, who hit up a crime. And, yeah. I feel like what? the only time he's good, though, is when he has a cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> 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 just, that sounds good. He's delivering his burgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only time when he's a good parent. Do you think about... tips FP? I, um, maybe, maybe with jelly beans to remind his dad. Oh, oh too soon. Yeah, he's like, Dad, you remember our sister, right? Here's some jelly beans. Jelly beans. Um, no, so, well, talking about FP. So we cut over and rap pops, and FP is in his pops uniform, which he rocks, I think. Um, and so Jelg and FP are chatting about the school merge and that's when Betty shows up and she actually goes to Jughead for help to find her long lost brother that, uh, her parents gave up when they were younger. Like Al- Alice High gave school. up and, uh, and um, Hal. Hal, di- Hal didn't know about him. Right. Yeah. Alice just knew. So then, um, we see where the serpents arrive at Riverdale, um, yeah. and they're gang attire, which is great. Oh, yeah. And then... Now, you gotta, you gotta point this out. Veronica has a table set up with, like, you know, all the, all the stuff they need to know, right. their class schedules and stuff. Yeah. We'll get back to that. <laughs> right, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, V's there to welcome them, and she's pretty much, like, using it as orientation day. Yeah. Because she's like, don't worry, here's some scheduling, here's like, uh, some care about clubs. Schedule. Yeah, here's some clubs to join. Yeah. Like, they're going to play curriculars. <laughs> yeah. Drink deep from Riverdale. <laughs> right, and she's like, boom, here, here's all this stuff that will set you up for Riverdale. So, okay. she's very welcoming. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. Of her. Um, Cheryl, not so much. She is already, like, on a warpath to take down the serpents. She's like... I have this in I my notes as Cheryl overreacts part two. Perfect. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Cheryl actually just watched Mean Girls before going down those stairs. <laughs> right? She's like, oh, I'm going to quote this tomorrow at school. And she's, like, writing in her notepad. <laughs> no, she was, like, she was watching it in the AV lab. <laughs> right. And then yeah. walked down those stairs. She's like... She should have been a Mean Girls. Oh, she'd, she'd be perfect for it. I know. She really would have. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She, I, I do like Cheryl a lot. I, I'm a yeah, big... I like, I like her. I, I She's think, another one of those characters. She has great moments. Yeah. And they don't give her a lot. Right. But when she does, she's amazing. Yeah. And there's... um. There's a, there's a couple of spots in this episode where we see it. Yeah, um, they're and, up. and like, in even season one, there was more so in season one. Season this one, season, yeah. she's like in and out. Like, she's not really a big part of this season. She's in the background. Yeah. Season. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, and, and so <laughs> Reggie's there with Cheryl and a lot of the bulldogs and stuff. And they're like, yes. Screw you, serpents. Get out of our school. <laughs> Southside sucks. And yeah. it's going to stay that what way. What is Cheryl called? Um, Southside. I forget what she said. I don't know. Oh, I, I forget. One of those weird... There's so many weird phrases in this episode that yeah. no one would ever actually say. Like, yeah. the my life's a Dickensian nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no human being would ever utter that. <laughs> you know what? From now on, I think all of us should. <laughs> Let's just do it. We're just going to use the words Dickensian nightmare, even when it doesn't apply. Right. All right. It's like, oh no, I have to get gas. What a Dickensian nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so low. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then we see where Cheryl... Uh, tries to blackmail Archie by telling her she witnessed the kiss between him and Betty, which probably really confused you guys. Like, when did that happen? <laughs> we were a little off. Well, no, actually, we saw the kiss on the previously on oh, at the start okay. of the episode. Okay. We just... Did we drink too much one night? Did that happen? <laughs> Were we like not watching this episode? Like what happened? Netflix um, and chill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, so she's like, I'm good. I'll I'll tell Veronica if you don't take my side on this. And then Archie, um, they end up talking about uh, Nick St. Clair. Yeah. And then real quick, if you just back up for a second. Yeah. Because like, I planted the seed. <laughs> you know. You got the serpents and the bulldogs, and they're about to throw down, and like, you know, Principal Weatherby comes in, blah, 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 and then he's like, go to class! Yeah. And everyone just goes away. 
The yeah. serpents don't know where any of their classes are. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Their class <laughs> schedules. <laughs> yeah. Veronica has those. <laughs> She actually has the. I'm convinced they just walk uh, straight to the back of the school, out to like, like the the track and field, and they just like you know just choked up all day. For the rest right. of the day. Yeah. And it's just freaks and geeks. That's like, like why there's yeah, only six of them there. Everybody else is a delinquent and skips school. Right. Yeah. Or they, or they just go straight. Well, they all went to different schools, depending on where they lived. I guess this was the group they went to. Yeah. And you notice, like throughout the episode, there's less and less of them. There's only like two or three right. by the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah like I don't know who the long haired guy. I was when they when they jumped out of the school and were all yeah. excited. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing him again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like long haired dude. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. He's out. <laughs> like, Extra number seven. That was like Key Grip's cousin or something. Yeah. Yeah. Key Grip's cousin. We'll just call him Jobo, and he Jobo was there, and now he's gone. Jobo. Um, but yeah, so she they end up talking about Nick Sinclair, and then that's when Cheryl's like, oh yeah, you know. He's such a bastard for doing that to me. And then, um, and Veronica, like, he, he tried to do it to Veronica. Yeah, that's when it. Archie finds out for the first time. Yeah. And she decided to act. And that was a really good scene. Yeah. That's what I, I like, in that particular scene, we see Cheryl and you're like, wow. I And I, I kind of want to mention this, too. I, I think I write it down later in the notes, but I, I might as well just say it now. But you see in, like, throughout... The series that Cheryl actually has like a weird soft spot for Archie. She does. Yeah. Like yeah. she's horrible to Jughead and and mostly everybody, even like Betty, Veronica. Yeah. But there uh, for Archie, like she's actually generally nice to him. Yeah. Most of the time. Do you think that's in part because he reminds her of Jason? Her brother? Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking too, and so uh, but yeah, it's just really weird because she kind of um like lets her guard down yeah. for she Archie. Opens up a bit to him. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like I actually I and I like that relationship. You know what I mean that yeah. they do have. But it's really played across a really fine line because when she says, "Oh, I did, I thought you would have known." Right. I don't know if she actually meant that or not. Yeah. And you can't tell and that's what makes it good. Yeah. 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 And and that's when you see like, her... Was she trying to be manipulative there or not? Right. And and I always get like the I always look for the best intentions in people, and so I'm like, good for you, Cheryl. Like I'm glad like you're, you know, a decent person. Um, but yeah, so then um, we see where Betty gets the lowdown on where to find her brother, and so she kind of finds out that info at Pops with uh, Jughead's social worker or something. I I forget what she is. Anyways, not really important. It's pretty quick. So then we see where the serpents are chilling in the lounge. Um, and I'm getting some, like, flirt vibes between Fangs and Kevin a little bit. Right? Because he's like, yeah, Joaquin told me about you. Yeah. Yeah. And Kevin's like, oh, really? <laughs> like, let's, we'll talk after school. Remember him from last season? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guy just disappears. Right. Well, no, he took he a get, bus. He, yeah, he got on a train or something, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And so then... Um, Weatherby comes, and he he's like, you guys, with me, now. And he takes them out to the hallway, and yeah. on the floor, over the Riverdale seal, is a giant serpent. Very poorly <laughs> drawn, by the way. Right. And then Reggie's like, oh, man, look what they did, right, everybody? And then and Veronica's like, spray can drops out of its back pocket. <laughs> right. And they're like... Can you be any more transparent? He's like, uh huh. <laughs> I probably could. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if they meant that to be funny. Right. But, but it's it, probably the funniest part of the entire episode. I totally agree. He's like, uh huh. <laughs> and he just like shakes his head, yes. Oh. Um, Reggie is uh, like Ali, like one of my favorite characters in this. I don't know why. He's like not a good person at all. I, I like I like the first Reggie in season one. Oh, like Ross movie. Butler. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, like like yeah, I do. I because Charles Melton, who is him now, is kind of he's more of like an airhead yeah. than like the other one. But yeah. I like and then Ross Butler's. But I don't know. I really I don't know why, but I do like Reggie for some reason. <laughs> How about you guys? Do you like? Are you like a Reggie fan? Or? I didn't even notice it was a different actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, I just found this out. <laughs> no, but new information. <laughs> yeah. Do you like Reggie? It's, it's hard to like, you know, really focus on the background characters because they don't give no. them much to do other yeah. than support 
the main characters. They are literally support characters. You <laughs> right. almost see them like beams holding up this building. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't look at them, but they're they're needed. Yeah. So like, you know, I feel like they really get passed over. So like, unless there's something that like focuses on them as part of a storyline, like where um like earlier the season with Kevin. Yeah. Um, you know, so like, yeah, like what happened they... to Moose? Does he still exist? <laughs> yeah, he he's around. <coughs> he he came back. Was it last episode? Oh, okay, so yeah, Fred, Fred recovers in a day, right? He's shot, and um, Moose is shot, like, four times, and he comes back, like, nine weeks later. <laughs> like, that happened in episode two. He doesn't come back till episode nine, so... Now, here's a real question. When uh, me and Elle were talking about the show, in general, the other yeah. night, it's like, how much time has passed from the start of season one till now? Um, okay, did so... The, did it go a full school year, and now we're the winter of the second school year? No, or is it all in... Like four months. I think it's supposed to be in four months. Okay, so because they, it's like the beginning of that school year, right? (laughs) So eighteen minutes. Yes. So I believe, if if I'm correct, the timeline of first season one is they're still like they're beginning school. Yeah. Like, and then it goes all the way up until like Christmas, and now they're back in school, which is like January or something. So we're in like January of like yeah of that year uh, for school yeah there's a lot going on there's (laughs) Riverdale's a son of a bitch I'll tell you that it's a real son of a bitch no one could ever you know actually have a master plan like the lodges and have it go off in like two and a half weeks he's like I'm out of jail I don't care who your connections are (laughs) and all this time to think about it I think think you're underestimating Papa Poutine yeah yeah Yeah. season one or season three episode one the the Sodell complex is going to be fully built (laughs) yeah and it's just like alright there it is Uh, no it, it is really weird but I, from what I understand, I think it is that same school year because a lot of the stuff, like I, the finale and stuff, I believe is like November. Wasn't that around homecoming or something like that? Yeah, it would be probably October, November then, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I watched the. And first it, it's season, winter but... too, so it's got to be like mm. in like October, November ish, maybe. I don't know. But anyways, so they're chilling and all that happens. So then we cut over to Alice Cooper, not the singer, um, finds out that Polly had the twins. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not that Alice Cooper. Um, no, no. Um, so she's upset that uh, Polly didn't tell her. So then Betty mentions that she knows where to find Charles Cooper, who is their long lost son. Wait, I'll be hell. What? Yeah, what? And he's like, wait a minute. And she's like, well, you better not look for her, you know, or him. And yeah. um, and then Alice is like, yeah, I agree with Hal, which is really weird because they seem to never agree yeah, on anything. Never agree. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, yeah. a lot of times when the writing gets uneven, I feel like Cheryl and Alice become the victims. Like, they become the most unbalanced. Like, you know, like, they're never consistent. Like, they tend to have, like, the big overreactions because we need something dramatic to happen. Yeah. But I feel like this scene was just very well done. Yeah. Like, I, I think so. Not Al. Alice, yes. Well, she, he yeah. had, like, two lines. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, but I feel like his... His body posture, his his facial expressions, I feel were appropriate. Like he didn't like fly off the handle and be like, "Well, I'm leaving then," <laughs> you know. Um, but like Jiminy Crickets, I'm out of here. I don't know. I even say Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> this isn't the original comic. <laughs> yeah. But I I just feel like overall it was like a well acted scene, and it was yeah. like, oh, that was a really nice family moment. It was I, like I agree. they have moments where they're not completely dysfunctional. Yeah, and then you're like, I like the coops, you know, the coops. <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, hanging with Mr. Cooper. He's like, bang! Oh no. Um, And then, so then, we see where Jug is pissed about Weatherby. And um, is Tony drinking beer? Because they're at the White Worm. And and they're talking, and he's like, oh great, you know, they're just kicking us out because we're serpents. And he's playing Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 2. One of the best arcade games ever. And, and, uh, And he's like, Great, they're kicking this out. And she's like, why are you so upset? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. this is a great books. school, and we're so pumped about having books and teachers. And toilets that work. <laughs> yeah. And Sweepy's like, yeah, I agree with all of this. And um, 
And, and uh, yeah, and so she's, like, you know, there, but is she drinking beer? Like, the White Worm's just serving underage kids alcohol, I guess? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I guess actually, that, yeah. um, I wanted to comment on this scene because, again, Jug's reaction is just kind of, like, a little over the top. <laughs> and I read some reviews of this episode where people were calling him childish and kind of immature. Yeah. And I think... Uh, if you look at another way, you can go back to the scene at the at at Pops when he's talking to Betty, right? And he says to her, "Why the sudden need for a brother?" Yeah. And you know, there's a point later on where he's talking to to, to Reggie, and he he says, "Honor, history, and loyalty." And I feel like this isn't just about the serpents. I feel like Jughead, since the beginning of season one, has felt very displaced. His, he was, like, homeless for a while. Yeah. His family is split up. And more than anything, he wants a stable family. And while yeah. FP was in, uh, in jail, like, the serpents kind of were that. It was something for him to put his energy to, people who had his back, which he really hadn't had. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like it's not him arguing like oh i want my gang to be represented i feel like i don't want to let go of my family is what yeah. he's really fighting there's also for a line later on when he's talking to fp that drives that home too yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah he wants a family they, yeah family never had yeah and i and i totally agree i think like he has finally found comfort in other people like uh, yeah. a brotherhood yeah. you know and then it's no, granted, kind of... it's not the healthiest because it is a gang. gang yeah, <laughs> and but, it's but, still a gang, but, 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 but I mean, they're not the ghoulies, you know. So yeah, right. They're not dealing dope, uh, jingle jang, uh, out the door. That is also the d- dumbest name for a drug ever. Oh, like how do you yeah. say that with a straight face? <laughs> You're like, hey, want some jingle jangle? <laughs> no, I'm carrying some of that jingle jang, jingle jangle. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, is that? One for each nostril, <laughs> jingle jangle. Like I don't know, um, but here's a quick. How does one do jingle jangle? Do you snort it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They it never looks, show it on screen. Yeah, they don't. Like, it, it looks like one of those like candy straws and like, like pixie sticks. Oh, yeah, pixie like, sticks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what you do with that. So I, I don't know. I have no idea. But um, so we cut back to Archie and he's talking to Agent Adams again yeah. and tells him about Nick St. Clair and how he it feels that the accident that the St. Clairs were in was no accident at all, yeah. that it was a, um, on the lodges, purpose. The lodges were involved in all that. Yeah. And so um, Agent Andrews kind of wants to send him to see Nick to get the info on that. Yeah. And Archie's like, okay. Sounds good. And he wants to pay him a visit anyway because he hurt Veronica anyway. Yeah. So Archie, bar- he goes to Cheryl and he's like, hey, I'm going to get you a check. For it's double. Cool. <laughs> For double. And I'm I'm going to pay Nick St. Clair a visit. Yeah. And she's like, great. Sounds awesome. And then um, he's like, yeah, can I borrow one of his blazers? And I'm like. Jason's blazers. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, go ahead. So then. um. We cut over to Alice, and it's the middle of the night. And Alice, like, wakes up Betty and says she actually does want to meet her son. Yeah. And so they kind of plan a trip to go see, um, I think it's Middleton uh, that they're going to. Oh, so yeah. they, they're like, okay, we'll go tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so Jughead goes to school the next day, and he's in his serpent jacket. Yeah. And Reggie picks a fight with him over the jacket. Yeah, he's like, and that's it off. Yeah, and then that's when Jughead's like, you don't know, loyalty or respect. And, you know, and yeah. so then they get into a fight. And um, it's one of the dumbest looking fights ever, too. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> it's just, let me eat three groups of two guys hugging each other and just yeah. jostling each other back and forth. Right, they're like, I got your shoulders. Um, <laughs> I'm never gonna let go. Uh, it was like a hockey fight with no ice or no skates right. or punches. Um, yeah, so it's just a lot of shoulder groping. Yeah. Um, so, so we see uh, where they're down at Weatherby's, and Weatherby's like, "Hey, I said take off that jacket," and then Jughead's like, 
well, you know what? Screw this. I'll get suspended. And so he leaves. He's like, yeah. I, I'll get suspended. Whatever. Yeah. So um, before we move on, I just I do want to say like when the first shot of Jug standing with his jacket when he's standing over the seal. Yeah. It's like the way that shot it mimics the scene before when you saw the graffiti on the seal. Like yeah. Cert, like you see the back the logo on the back of his jacket and it's kind of like matches you know, up to what yeah. we saw before. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was very clever. That is really cool. I didn't even notice <laughs> I, that. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. There is a lot of really good shots and camera work just the way some shots are set like even yeah. in this episode where um um veronica's talking to her parents and is set up against the desk and you have the picture of her right above them like the framing for that shot's amazing yeah there, there, and even the way this show looks um because i've the talked colors, about it before the colors that they use. yeah how it's like a neon noir and it's Ooh. just like it's like these bright colors whether it's like the character's aesthetics like their mm. their hair or eyebrows whatever or even clothing but then i love that mesh it, it has like an old school look mm. but then it's like new though yeah it's, it's, it's really cool at certain times it looks a little washed out yeah you know yeah, they, yeah they, they like light it up really well yeah honestly. uh like riverdale pretty much is like gray and murky and it just looks you know like the same color like all the time mm. like that like, I don't even know how to describe it's it. It's constantly overcast. Right, yeah, it's like a constant overcast. And then, um, but then you're, like, all the characters bring that, like, brightness to it, you know? Or even, like, Pops is, like, has these bright neon lights, you know yeah. what I mean? So it, it, it just looks so cool. It's more the retro feel in there, but it's also kind of dim in there, too, even yeah. with the neon and everything. Yeah. You know? I, I, I I don't know, I, like, so I give all the credit to, like, the cinematographer, but in, in your case, I like, the uh, director, Tim Hunter... Um, he actually directed The River's Edge. Okay. I forgot to mention that, too, which is a movie, like, the pilot episode is called The River's Edge. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oddly enough, the director of that is directing this episode. So like I, the director of the original River's Edge? Yeah. Is oh, that really cool? Yeah, know. the film. Oh. So he is the director of this film, like, oh. this episode. Oh. So, yes. yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. I forgot to mention that before. So they but, got him the... To direct this episode, and uh, yeah, he's phenomenal. Uh, but I do love that, and I—it's so weird. I didn't even notice that. Like now that you brought that up, I'm like, oh yeah, that's so cool. There's a weird like kind of over over the shoulder top down shot. Yeah, they get the jacket, and he stands like right in the middle of the logo. Yeah, it is so cool. Um, so yeah, so then we cut over to Alice and Betty, and they track down uh, Charles, aka Chick sure. Cooper, okay. and um. He actually does a better Dave Franco impression than Dave Franco. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I was just like, what? Is this Dave Franco? Like, what's going on? Um, but no, he he's, uh, he's like, what are you guys doing here? You know? <laughs> and like, they're like, um, hey, I'm Alice. I, I'm actually your mother. And she's like, I'm your sister. And he's like, no, that don't mean to say. He's like, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I drove by your house. <laughs> I know who you guys are. Get out of here. And they're like, what do you do? Oh, did you notice the microwave? By the way, um, I didn't notice it. it. It's like covered in duct tape. And, and I'm like, how do you even open it then? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> right, not that it matters. This but... room looks like a, a bomb went off on it. Yeah. It is a total crap hole. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he's not really excited to see them. For a bunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, uh, "Well, you take it over." I have a client coming. Well, what kind of work do you do? <sighs> fantasy fulfillment. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, doing fantasy fulfillment. Get out of here. <laughs> you're like, no. Hey. And then she has like a reaction, and he's like, yeah. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Even at like the first glance, is there anything not creepy or unsettling about Chick at all? Right. And, and he's, he's like, don't call me Charles, I'm Chick. Yeah. I go by Chick now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how would they know that? Yeah. It's just chill, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so Chick, Chick's a, a weird kind of individual. Interest, interesting kind of guy. Yeah. And instead of saying webcam, I just do webcam. He's like, fantasy fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. I, he's like, I have a client coming over. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, I'm a dancer. It's like, oh, you're a stripper. But well, it's the same. <laughs> Pretty nice that he said that. And then he put the ball gag in his own mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get ready. 
Which, there is nothing wrong with being either of those. Um, for all, all those stripper listeners, it's okay to be that. Um, so I then... It's so much hate now. <laughs> yeah, okay, now, do whatever you gotta do, but don't be as creepy as that guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, is just weird, and please don't duct tape your microwave. This seems like a fire hazard. Um, okay, so we're at Jugs. Uh, oh, well, we're at the White Worm, and Jugs there, and FP comes in. FP comes in, yeah. And he's rocking the, you know, Pops uniform. With the leather jacket. Gotta, with yeah, the leather jacket. Work now. Yeah. And um, I was actually really distracted in, <laughs> during the scene because the Mortal Kombat 2. That's what I said. <laughs> I was just yeah. like watching the screen. I'm That's like, what I was Oh, there's yeah. Reptile. And I don't know. So no, in that scene, he was rated and he was fighting Jax and he was losing because he turned away from the video game. Right. Yeah. And there like, shall come stage. <laughs> yeah. I know my Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like watching that and I'm like... Oh, wait, what are they talking about? <laughs> Important conversation. <laughs> and I could have rewound, but I was like, I think I got it. And then, so, but basically, they, they're they like, Jughead's like, I don't want to shed my skin. He's like, it's a jacket. Just take it off. Just go to school. <laughs> yeah, don't put be- it on after school. Yeah. He's like, I'm a part of the serpents. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote like, the law, kids. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, he tells them serpents hibernate, and I love how there's no end of serpent metaphors that they can make. It I know. just makes me so it's happy. Like nonstop. It's, it's, it's all never the time. ending. Never it's like, ending. I can't shed my skin. And it's like, well, snakes do. It's all right. It's like, it's okay to take your jacket off. But um, I'm waiting for them to do, like, you know, the uh, snake smell using their tongue. <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait for that Snakes day. Eggs. The moment they do that, I am texting you and be like, they did it. And it's done. So in Mexico, Quetzalcoatl is the flying serpent. They're like, great. Like Jughead's like, yes, Dad, I love you. That's the first time he says I love you to his dad. <laughs> first ever. So, so we get where Jughead. Oh my gosh! Okay, all right, we we get where Archie goes to visit Nick St. Clair, and he actually gets another uh, check from Nick um, for Cheryl, and then he's like, "Hey, so what happened to your legs?" And now Nick's <laughs> Nick, <laughs> your legs. Yeah, Nick is in. Uh, both of his legs are broken. They're both in casts. He's pretty much in a body cast. Right. He might as well be. And yeah, he'll be okay in a week and a half. Right. <laughs> until until he's like, oh, why are you really here? And then Archie just beats him up. And yeah. No, he, well, first he says, I'm here for Cheryl. But he's like, I know you're not here just for Cheryl. Yeah. And then he just starts beating up Nick. Um who, yeah, he's just... He just punches him in the face like five, six Which, times. I'm going to yeah. agree with both of you that, like, I feel like he's a more hateable villain than the Black Hood. Right. And, yeah. like, it is so satisfying to watch him get punched <laughs> yeah. in his face because he has such a punchable face. He does. He does. Ah, oh, I he, hate Nick St. Clair. He, he's a dick. But <laughs> he, he is not a saint the, at uh, all. The worst part about this scene, and, like, it's kind of a theme that happens later on, too... Nick Sinclair and his family are involved in organized crime. Yeah. If you go into someone's house and assault them brutally and they have connections, what's probably going to happen to you? <laughs> right. They're going to yeah. hire a hitman. And- yeah. That's a, I, I don't know. Jughead, I, okay. Well, Archie I mean, doesn't Archie, understand consequences. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Archie is is like the epitome of trying to do the right thing and he always like screws it up somehow which is in character you know but like oh my god there's so many times where I'm like Archie what are you doing like don't do that but at the same time totally satisfied (laughs) to watch that go down and yeah I was like okay with this actually (laughs) I was like you know what you can worry about that hitman later you have Agent Adams I'm sure he could do something. Take, take a picture, you're getting shot. Yeah, and he has hire him that can hire somebody too. Yeah, so, so. I don't know. You know what? When it comes to Nick St. Clair, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I never dropped the F bomb that much, but yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> so um so we get where Jughead um shows up and he finds Sweet Pea and Tony in school uniforms. Uh you see where uh, Sweet Pea is rocking like a turtleneck uh, yeah. with some Riverdale gear, yeah. and so is Tony. And um, he's like, 
what the heck? What are you guys wearing this? They're like, well, if we don't wear this, we get kicked out of school. And he's like, oh, now we have to conform? He's like, where's Fangs? They're like, oh, he didn't want to wear this shit. <laughs> and so another serpent's can- gone forever. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> he's hanging out with the long-haired guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jobo's out back, and they're just hanging. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so smoking reefer outside. Yeah, they're just like hanging outside by the dumpster, and who knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least they're not selling Jingle Jingle, right, Jughead? Well, yeah, I guess. I'm surprised Jughead didn't like just go out there and uh, just you know hang out by them. the dumpster. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so then um, we get where Veronica and Archie are together. And V gets a text from Nick about how Archie beat him up. Yeah, yeah. Which is really uh, sad to think that Nick is like, hey, your boyfriend came and beat me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep a leash on that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once again, please. writing. Yeah. Please keep him away from me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he broke me, goes. So, so V, I don't know why he sounds like a Muppet. Um, so then. You got a broken jaw. Too, like, <laughs> can't breathe through the nostrils. <laughs> yeah, he's just like. Uh. Um, so V gets upset with um, Archie. Archie, but actually Cheryl bails Archie out. And she's like, she it was hears my the conversation idea. from down the hall <laughs> right. and walks in. It was me. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I forgot how to act again. <laughs> But she she bails out Arch and I like I, I like I said earlier in the episode I really love that the connection she kind of has with Archie yeah. you know like that friendship yeah. slash whatever yeah. that is I actually really really like that yeah um, I thought that was a good scene yeah I did too and um, <laughs> so then we get where Betty goes back to checks. And Chick is getting assaulted by the landlord. Um, I'm pretty sure Chick gets stabbed in the arm at one point. I yeah. don't know how, like, yeah, he he's just bleeding for some reason. Betty goes over and... She maces the guy. Yeah. She's like, get away from my brother! And she's like... Yeah. The mace was a callback because she almost maced Polly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And so we cut back to Archie and... Before we do, before oh. we do. Yeah. I have in my notes here, I'm like, <laughs> to Betty... Your first visit with Chick should have been a warning. <laughs> the second, when he's getting choked out, was what we call a red flag. Yeah. It's so true. Like, obviously this guy sucks. Like, you're like, hey, get away from my brother. My webcam brother. Who duct tapes his microwave. film <laughs> it. My pretend brother. He wants Pretending to be my brother. And wants to get... Coach, oh, man. Yeah. I, so, yeah, Archie and V are at Pops, and he actually confesses about the kiss between him and Betty. Yeah. And... He finally tells her. Yeah, you're not really he sure how... He blames it on Cheryl, though. Yeah. I did it because Cheryl blackmailed me. Right. I, and, and it's cool, because he, he is being upfront and honest. Yeah. Ish. With, ish. <laughs> yeah, with Veronica, not telling the whole FBI part, working with the FBI. Um... Which I I was hoping it would turn into the departed at one point where everyone's just dying. No, I'm just um, but like he's like, yeah, we kissed and um, it was just a kiss. It was like nothing else. It was just a kiss with Betty. We and haven't discussed it, so there's no unresolved feelings or anything. Right. So don't worry about that at all. And good, uh, <laughs> good. everything's fine. Yeah, We're it was fine. only like a week it's ago, fine. but it meant nothing. Yeah. And um, so, so basically, she's like, you're you're not sure how she reacts to it at first, yeah. Because she's kind of like, she's pissed, yeah, like thinking about it, like rolling it over a little bit, and then she's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, I forgive you, you know. And she kind of like does forgive him, but then I I was like second guessing that um, a little bit, but I I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that was like? She actually forgives him, or you think it was kind of like Veronica's hard to read a lot. Yeah, you know, right? Um, I think she does really like you know actually does care about Archie, you know, yeah, like that. But she's so involved in half of another world. I think even she's in her own head a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the scene was interesting. It's another one of those 
fun things where it's like not seeing the previous episode. Right. He's like, yeah. on the night of the Black Hood, <laughs> and I was being buried alive. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm more interested in, like, how you got out of that, Archie. No, um, yeah, it's just really, I don't know. It's hard to read Veronica sometimes, mm-hmm. but she does forgive him, so that's good. Um, so we get where Betty brings Chick home, and he's bloody from getting beat up by his landlord. Mm-hmm. And um, the Coopers are actually very quick to help him out. They're, oh, they're almost moving as one unit. Right. Yeah. They're all like they all jump up and they're they're grabbing like the medical kit. No one and, calls nine one one. Yeah, they're just but, like. Well, they probably know Chick as. Here, here's my notes to Hal in that scene. Like Hal, why are you letting him stay in your house? Why did you get a first aid kit instead of taking him to the hospital? He's a super creeper. Yeah. <laughs> He is the worst. <laughs> no, I, okay, so we see Nick Sinclair is probably the lowest you can get as a, just a bastard. Um, but Chick, Chick is uh, maybe a little bit, uh, he's maybe neck and neck with the Black Hood, right? So far, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Chuck Clayton sucks sometimes, too. But I, I don't know. Like, re-watching... Hiram Lodge season? is a terrible person, but he's yeah. probably my favorite character on the <laughs> right? entire show. Yeah. And Hiram Lodge <laughs> is pretty shitty, too. I don't, I don't well, know. what happened to Chuck? Did he disappear? Like, well, yeah. Remember, he got in trouble, um, like, with... In the one episode where they go to Greendale and stuff. But uh, remember, him and Josie are hanging out, and then she thinks... Yeah, like, he's the stalker oh, that's been yeah. putting the, like, yeah. drawings of uh, oh, Josie. Okay. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Then, yeah. then he just never hear from her. And again. it was actually Cheryl that was doing those mm. drawings. He was, she was the one drawing Josie, like, one of her French girls. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she, so... She likes Josie, I think. Yeah. A little too much. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And uh, so then... So we see where Cheryl... Um, Oh, well, first off, I'm sorry. So uh, Jughead finds a room of requirements for his secret club, <laughs> the Swords and Serpents. And he's like, guys, this is for us. We got D20s. Let's do this. <laughs> right. He's I like, love that his solution is like, all right, we're going to have a D&D group. <laughs> Roll up some characters, guys. Right. Roll up some characters and get those serpent jackets My name's ready. Tony the Snake. <laughs> yeah. I guess they didn't have I get the... plus three to stab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jughead's good. I uh, guess they didn't have permissions from Wizards of the Coast to call it Dungeons and Dragons, but I like the Swords and Serpents name yeah. because it's uh, reminiscent of Snakes and Ladders. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I like that. Good job. Oh, good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then so we get where uh, Cheryl gives her mom the check. And she's like, now, Mom, you don't have to do your night work. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mrs. Mrs. Blossom is kind of like, no, I'm not going to quit my day job slash night job. And I'm going to keep at these jobs. Yeah. Um, so so the job still a job. <laughs> a job is a job. So it's like it's still job, a job. 40 bucks. So, so we get where Chuck is settling in. Alice, like, tucks him in, and uh, he's in, like, Polly's bed. Not really important. But you do see that moment where Hal and Alice do welcome Chick into their home. Because yeah. they're the ones that are closing the door, like, letting him sleep there. Mm-hmm. So then we get where Archie asks V about why she didn't tell him about Nick. And... Then afterwards, oh, she's like, well, you know, blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then um, then we see where Archie goes to Agent Adams, and he actually wants protection for his father and Veronica yeah. um, because he feels that Veronica is just guilty by association because she's just the daughter, mm-hmm. and that the father uh, just gave up 20% of his company, yeah. but he's not in cahoots. Like he's actually like a good person. He just needed money to get for whatever. So agent Adams is like, don't worry. They're protected. Um, I, do we'll wanna, get I, I want to go back to that scene, the conversation between V and Archie. Okay. Because I feel like there's not a lot of moments where she's vulnerable. Yeah. And she's talking about Nick and she's really vulnerable in that moment. And Archie has an arm around her, but, like, I felt like, you know, instead of comforting her, he's, like, he seems angry. And it could be, like, you know... And also baiting her for information. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, so at that point, it's, like, 
I'm gonna call him out for being a bad boyfriend right there. Cause like at best I could come off as him being like overprotective, like how dare he go after my girlfriend? Yeah. You know? But at the same time, it's like she's telling you something that was like very hard for her to deal with, and you're like, cool. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. He's <laughs> also fishing for the FBI during that conversation. Yes, too. he is, yeah. So and I mean FBI. something. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's like she doesn't have many of those moments, and I felt like he completely missed the point there. Yeah. Just he does that a lot. <laughs> now, now, yeah, and then the final scene that we see is Chick creeps into Betty's room <laughs> and watches her sleep. That's the creepiest scene like, in the whole um, episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he's a super creeper, and you can tell when he pulls an Edward Cullen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Well>, totally. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I, I'm watching my sister sleep and it's really weird because it he like, like she's gonna open bends over to watch like... it's not like he's just watching yeah. from like the doorway yeah. he like walks up to her bed and like bends over halfway <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. just watching her and when she rolls over you think she's gonna open her eyes and she doesn't right I like, just wish nothing... the camera would've kept rolling and he would've been like Betty where's the bathroom <laughs> I got the farts um yeah so <laughs> but like there's nothing that he does that is not creepy like even the scene where like they shut the door on stuff like that. Yeah. The camera kind of just lingers on his face for a second, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Hart Ditton, who plays, uh, not Dave Franco, um, but who plays Chick Cooper. He's, he's good. Whoever that kid is, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, he, there is, a, I'm sorry to talk about, like, this way about him, but he does have this really uneasy thing, like, to watch him he do does. anything, and so you feel like... Oh, this guy creeps me out. You know, you know, like Freddie. So, you know, good you know, job like, being looking like a creep. I guess. Like you know, he could you know, be handing out soup at a homeless shelter. You'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I might just go with being uh, hungry. <laughs> you know, you know, Freddie Highmore from Bates Motel. Yeah, that's who he reminds me of. Oh, like, okay. Creepy like that. Like, yeah. So, um, quick Easter eggs and pop culture references. Um, obviously, we talked about Mortal Kombat two. Um. <laughs> And we got the first appearance of Chick Cooper, who was introduced in the 1950s in uh, the Little Archie comics as Betty's brother. Um, and then, and same with Polly. That's yeah. Both of them were introduced then. Yeah. Uh, we got where Tony calls Jughead's writing Lovecraftian, which is obviously a reference to H.P. Lovecraft. Um, we also get where Cheryl calls V, Ava Perone, who is uh, who was an actress slash first lady of Argentina? She was the president's wife of Argentina, and you guys would probably know her from the Madonna movie. Yes, Avita. Yeah, don't okay. cry for me, Argentina. Happy birthday, Madonna! Today's her birthday. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. realize. Which is really weird, but but let's get to the plugs. L, what do you want to plug, buddy? Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't write very much, but it's at Heaven Metal. All right. John, what would you like to do? Um, well, I mean, hashtag kayfabe. A uh, guy that looks a lot like me and wears makeup is in a Marilyn Manson tribute band called Tourniquet, a Marilyn Manson tribute. Uh, we got a show coming up Saturday at the V-Spot in Scranton. If you come check that out, check out our Facebook page, Tourniquet, a Marilyn Manson tribute. I don't know any of the guys, but I think they're cool. <laughs> hashtag kayfabe. Kayfabe. <laughs> All right. And Russ, what would you like to plug, man? Okay. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at RiverDudesPod. My personal Twitter page is at Recovery108. Uh, we are now available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. So if you want to listen to us on Spotify or Google, you can. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at River Dudes Podcast. Uh, if you guys have any questions or recommendations for the for the show, uh, you can email us on our Gmail at uh, the Recovery or at the River Dudes Podcast at gmail.com. We're happy to announce that we are planning to create a new podcast for the upcoming Sabrina show, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, um, that's going to be on Netflix this fall. So we're excited for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm super pumped. Um, and uh, I, oh, um, also, if you guys want to rate and review us on Applecast, yeah, um, that would be great because I think anytime you rate and review us, um, it makes us go up. In popularity a little bit yeah. um and thank you to all of our listeners uh, it's unbelievable we actually checked our number and last week uh well let the because le- we finally figured out how to check it but last week we had over 300 and some listens just on through Applecast. Our, yeah just and then, Applecast. We had like, and then we like 200 or 300 on uh on anchor 
things. Right. And so overall, we just got crazy amount of listeners. So guys, thank you so much for all your love and support and uh, for listening to us. And thank you to our special guest today. You guys were phenomenal. Oh, thanks for having us. Please sure. come back. Absolutely. Um, I, I know you uh, you might come back for the, the musical episode, right? But it's a good chance. Good chance. Yeah. All that's right. my favorite yeah. episode of the season. Yeah, that's Ross's favorite episode. So I mean, it's 50 50 for me because I, <laughs> I like the subject matter, but I really don't like musicals. So. <laughs> and then, um, favorite movie? Musical. <laughs> mm. oh, I, have more, I, I have more yeah. plugs. I have more plugs. Oh, okay. Uh, so you said, um, um, if you want to follow us on our Sabrina page, we have a Twitter page for that now, too. It's at Chilling Coven on Twitter. Um, yeah. We also plan on recording more Archie specials between each episode, uh, too. So if you have any recommendations for that, for that for a podcast, um, email us and email us for that. Um, thanks for all your support and River, River Dudes, Dudes out. out.